Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. And hello and welcome. <laughs> uh, hello and welcome. I also feel like, because um, the U.S. Open's going, yes. I, I love watching it, but Joe and I were talking, and I think this pertains to life in general. Most of tennis is losing it's so true. There's only room for one. Yeah. So most of the time, and a lot of great people leave re- pretty early on in the match. Mm-hmm. It's just you were paired with somebody that did had a better game that day. Yes. But I find that with stand up, like some people I've had, remember that America's Got Talent right in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about it. It was awful. Um, I did advance, but I declined because I was like, I don't want to have anything to do with this I awful, don't go awful business to model. The TV talent show and compete with a girl who has one kneecap, and they'll be like, she's a comic too, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, in your dumb world. <laughs> um, yes, I wasn't I wasn't a burn victim. Um, <laughs> Oh, they're always like, what's your worst gig? And I'm like, they're all bad. (laughs) You only get a few wins in life. Yes. And it's that to realize that helps you in success. And because you're going to internalize it being like, it's me. I'm, I'm failing all the time. But you're like, no, everyone is failing. Like, look at the best directors. If you go to their IMDb, most of them, even if they've done 20 movies, four they got bad flops. They've got good, bad flops. Bad flops. Yes. Yeah. I think that's so dead on. And that's why you also should, you have to focus on the journey. Hello. I Lady only journey. like the journey and I never want to reach the destination. And I've had that with jobs. Have you ever gone to road the train into your job and you're like, I could just ride this all day long. Ride this <laughs> damn, this motherfucker into the ground. <laughs> I know there's something so exciting when you're like up in the morning and getting your coffee and wearing your outfit. And then the closer you get to the, your job, you're like, it's happening. I'm not ready for it. <laughs> I'm not ready for yeah. my boss to belittle me in front of everyone. <laughs> um, makes me feel uncomfortable. Now, that's a great segue, I will say, into what my topic is for today. But first, it's bare minimum, but first, I really want to do the stone dedications because I'm really excited. We've had uh, an influx. Thank you. Thank you for I joining know. our Patreon. I noticed that sometimes we'll go dormant. And then other times I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, Did I think we? We, we hooked a lot of people with the talk of the vacation tea, which unfortunately was not recorded because there was a technical issue. I, but we will, don't worry, we'll be keeping the Patreon juicy. Yes, and we will revisit it. It's just hard to go back to those times. To those, and then to recap all the details, because I, yeah. We'll be doing. A, don't worry. We'll we'll be adding a family trauma episode to the Patreon. Don't the holiday you worry. seasons upon us. Yes, and also Sarah's baby shower is coming up, and we will be. If anyone steps out of line at the baby shower, <laughs> I will be roasting them on the Patreon. <laughs> if anyone so much as brings a wrong type of cookie to the baby shower, <laughs> they will be put on blast secretly and against their will. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you 
I'm looking forward to the baby shower and I'm also not looking forward to the baby yes, shower. I hear that. A party is so fucking stressful. Yes. Yes. I you're you're it's a a, a meeting of personality disorders <laughs> together. And yes. you're the one that bear feels like you have to bear the brunt of yes. it. I yeah. already got bombarded with texts this morning from my sister that I felt were too intense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's your, you end up becoming the manager of the party when other people are throwing the party for you because they keep being like, Sarah, do you like this? Do you hate <laughs> lemon bars, Sarah? Well, it's also, I, you know, I was like, I don't want to open presents and then my sister-in-law was like, but we were playing present bingo. And I was I like, I had no idea that I unraveled. I actually knew about that, but I just decided to not say anything because I always feel so, I feel so mortified when I'm opening gifts in front of other people because I feel like I need to be like, <gasps> put on a performance of like, what is it? And then go through, go through a range of emotions <laughs> until I'm like, I knew it. It's the breastfeeding bottle that I registered for because baby list, I couldn't finish they make you uh, like you have to check all the boxes before you move to the next one. I changed it so much that I actually think I got two different kinds of strollers and I don't know how to deal with that. <laughs> and you don't have to. Well, that's the you thing. Can return it's it. like, it's like, oh, this element of surprise. It's so weird because the baby registry, you're like. Oh, I but I this is what I'm asking for and this yes. is the whole purpose of it. So it's just like weird. And then people already sent them the gifts and then some people are going to show up yeah. with gifts and I already said you could do pre-owned because I'd rather you not waste money or like contribute to waste. Yeah. Yeah, if you could. And you did say paperless, which I think is really fun. I think it's really fun to do it and I think a lot of people admired your bravery. Oh, thank you. I mainly meant paperless in the invites. Ah. Uh. Not <laughs> oh, that's really funny because a lot of people were asking me, what is a paperless baby shower? And I said, no wrapping. And I was very careful. No. <laughs> no. Wow. <I> paperless <laughs> in invites. That's so hilarious that we're finding this out now in real time that I have been advising the guests to not gift wrap anything. And a lot of people had asked me what it was, but that I didn't know, but I assumed so that weird. that's what it was. And <laughs> I was telling everyone like eco-friendly. No, how funny! I don't give a shit. I just didn't feel like <laughs> licking and address oh, yeah. situation. And most people are email. And <laughs> well, can I tell you something else? Because I didn't want my. <laughs> oh, people must think I'm a crunchy. I'm going to have to grow out my armpit hair for this. Do not wrap these gifts. Okay, well, I, in order to align myself with the paperless theme of the baby shower, I wrapped my gifts for you in a used, flipped, uh, inside-out Trader Joe's bag. <laughs> and it looks so weird, but I was like, it's the aesthetic. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to have to reach out. I'm going to send a message. No, actually, I'm not because I feel so mortified and I don't want anyone to know that this was my mistake. Wow, we're off to a great start. <laughs> it seems it's such a funny mistake, too, because it's so like it also like kind of makes it sound like <laughs> I'm the weird, <laughs> but it's just a miscommunication like I don't want if I see any signs of paper, I will lose my shit. I will cry. 
Turtles. Waste. <laughs> Do not. Meanwhile, it's like we're getting, you know, there will be disposable items there because it's a party. I mean, like most of it's being shipped by Amazon with jetliner fuel being just dropped off. Like, I want to read this message that someone <laughs> sent to me where they were asking what paperless was. And I sent them an explanation of it without really knowing, but assuming that that's what you want. <laughs> no. I'm going to post it on the Patreon. I can't. Oh my God. I feel like I'm going to have to reach out. Is there any way to be like, guys, there's a miscommunication? You don't have to wrap Please your presents in blankets. <laughs> my god hold on i have to find this message <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> this is really funny i um this is hilarious too but it's like of course this is why it's like party planning is now stressful for you because i'm like i'll handle everything and then i'm now i'm just wildly misinforming people <laughs> <clears throat> sarah would be really upset <laughs> sarah well if she sees paper She'll flip out. <laughs> Plastic is fine. It's loading. Oh, this it's loading and it's taking forever. But while it's okay. loading, I'm going to do a Rock gem dedi- dedication. Yes. This one, look how gorgeous this is. This reminds me of like one of those chalk those like I'm gonna eat orange it. candies. Slices? Like yes. yes. It's orange selenite. Looks like it could be also Himalayan rock salt. Oh yeah. I, I do want to eat it. This is for um, this is for Clara. Thank you so much for joining our Patreon, Clara. Um, this is to ground your physical body. The orange selenite grounds your physical body while engaging you in enlightenment of the soul. So it helps you be present, but then also take your mind to that next level. Okay, so Clara, go paperless at your next baby shower. <laughs> and thank you for joining. And I also have the, this one is for TK. This is rhodolite. Here's the rhodolite. This is the big chunk here. This is a type of garnet. So TK, your stone is rhodolite. This brings wealth and prosperity into your life. It looks so, like it has some red in there. Yeah, it's gorgeous, right? So start that small business. Um, I'm still trying to access my messages Isn't here. The weirdest, right when you need a message, it's like cannot load content from server. And you're like, why is it at the most opportune time that I need this? I've been getting one from TikTok that's like, your network is unstable. And it just feels like it knows that I am a comedian. <laughs> it's like, yes, you're right. Now, I um, I have to say, uh, I you know, there is a lot of mercury and retrograde stuff that is going on and i'm gonna blame the baby shower miscommunication on that that's fine thank you i love it i i love that i'm finding out because you mentioned that earlier and i was like i I I never got to my sister's email about the um cutlery and you're like i know especially (laughs) since we're trying to go paperless and i'm like this it was one of those things that you cock your head and you're like Okay, what? Moving on, and then now you're like, oh, now everything makes sense. I also Here like that you assumed. <laughs> I just assumed. I assumed I made up something in my mind. This is what this is what one of the guests wrote. Super excited to celebrate Sarah and baby. What's a paperless gift? 
I said, excited to see you. Paperless gifts are no wrapping paper or reusable wrapping paper. We're hoping to keep the baby shower eco-friendly. <laughs> she wrote, ah, oh, great idea. I've never heard of that. Because it's not a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so sorry, and I promise I'll make it up to you at the baby shower by wrap. I'm gonna rewrap the gift that I got you, which is so funny because I have a really great wrapping paper. But I, I was like, newspaper is wrapping paper. I was like, nope. She's getting this paper bag, and it looks great. And I tied it with twine. Um, oh, shall we go into our topics? Yes, I feel this like- has been this has been a roller coaster. <laughs> You know what? That is a, a lady journey is miscommunication. <laughs> yeah, a baby shower. Anything that makes me laugh so really pop. hard, though, it is like really funny. It's almost like how far can we go with my <laughs> eco-friendliness? If you guys can refrain from <clears throat> having plates and driving. Yeah. If you could just walk or bicycle if here. If you could just walk or bicycle, that's all we ask. <laughs> We're just lowering the carbon footprint. I can't wait for this clip. <clears throat> so and we're back. And we're back. We're Thank back. you. And this is this one goes into bare minimum. <laughs> bare minimum. We're not which... making our guests do. <laughs> we're making them go the full. You need to create a recyclable gift bag <laughs> from materials around your home. <laughs> I'm I feel so embarrassed but I'm also laughing so hard so it kind of feels worth it well first of all you shouldn't feel embarrassed it's really fucking funny (laughs) and it's the best miscommunication I've dealt with in a long time thank you and thank you it's the gift of laughter it's the gift that keeps (laughs) on giving wait to tell the party hey guys (laughs) just kidding it's been a drastic (laughs) drastic miscommunication because uh, because also that was what really cracked me up about that message that I wrote was because I was also I projected onto you that you wanted to keep the baby shower eco-friendly when you said paperless yeah and I'm letting people know like this is Sarah's choice Oh, okay. In full actuality, I've given up on caring for the environment. Oh, you you swung back the other way. Well, yeah. it's more on the um, like. There's nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. I hear that. So, I hear that. Amazon away. Yeah, Amazon well, away and fast fashion it up. I'm getting I'm getting stuff on Amazon, but I'm still getting eco stuff. <laughs> I'm just getting my eco friendly stuff on Amazon. It's easier. Well, everything's locked up now. I know. Well, this is why. Well, this is why. And I will now segue into my topic. Thank okay. you for thank you for joining our Patreon. Please like and subscribe. Please send a gift for the baby shower. Do not wrap it. Um, why I am really into my new lifestyle quest is bare minimum right now. I want to do as little as possible because I often find that like I went to San Diego this weekend. I was exhausted from the flight. I was trying to get work done. I'm in a party town. This is a chill town. But rather than feel the vibe at any point, I just kept trying to work. Like our hotel room was as small as this table. Okay. Okay. It was the smallest hotel I've ever been in. I was like, oh, okay. I can't get work done here. I go to the lobby, which is a generous 
term for what was happening at the base of this hotel. It was a bar with wedding music blasting at 11 in the morning. Instead of me being like, okay, let me take a sign and not work right now. I went to a coffee shop. You persevered. I persevered. Uh, and, And nevertheless... She climbed. <laughs> I go to a coffee shop. It's like a backless stool. Uh, I'm sitting. I'm sitting like this, trying to write. There's no. No one's writing in here. It's all San Diego coffee, so it's yeah. weak. You know, it's like these people are going to the beach or the boardwalk or you know whatever, tending their gardens, not like, drinking like a pint of milk. Yeah. <laughs> and and when I finally came to my senses, I realized, you know, sometimes we think that we're trying because we want something so much, and we're like, if I try hard, I can get it. And what you're just doing is running yourself down, and you're spinning your wheels and you're not getting anything done and you can just do the bare minimum and that feels better yes I um I'm I kind of learned this when I during pandemic I was taking online classes yeah for a college degree that has been 20 years in the works Mm -hmm. um and I was like why do I need to try really hard on this subject it doesn't it's just a a requirement it's not something part of what I want to do. And I was like, I'm okay with getting a C. Yes. You yeah. don't need to go 100% on everything. It's like yeah. that in work. Like, when, there's people that there, I've seen this all over. Like, they try so hard and rack their brain. And it's just like, nobody cares. Yeah. And then the person that kind of just went and bought store bought stuff shows up to the, party and you've slaved away with like making hand cookies or yes, whatever yeah. like it's, and then you're on the verge of a breakdown yeah. <laughs> and the person with a bag of chips is having a great time <laughs> yeah. and they're living their life it's so hard I feel like maybe it's a woman maybe it is a woman thing or it's like a feminine edger- energy thing where you almost feel like you've been told for so long that you're not good enough or whatever so you get addicted to this feeling of trying hard and that feeling you know it's like I- I'm not gonna drop my laundry off I'm gonna scrub it in my bathtub yes. it's like why are you doing this to yourself I'm going to make my own salad dressing I'm gonna make my own hollandaise sauce yeah. it's like, like just stop there's no need to do any of that and it's also um I made cookies uh for Joe's night when his special premiered and people were like these are so good and I was like they're from a tube of cookie dough mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you're like you get more compliments on that than if you baked from scratch yes it's yeah. like stop Bending over backwards for this shit. I've, we yeah. do a lot of like comedy hangs. And in the past, I would try to do this like intri- try to do an intricate spread. Mm-hmm. But I was spending hundreds of dollars and nobody cares. And then I'm like, I'm only doing this so I can get external praise. Yes. Yeah. And it's like I just wasted money. When, when you do, when you when you make your mantra bare minimum, bare minimum, bare minimum, and you stop yourself from the constant overachieving cycle that you're fixated on, you start to feel rested and then you start to feel better. Yeah. And I also have this theory, too, is like most even your bare minimum is probably. Yes. <laughs> your bare the minimum is 110%. Is, yes, above and beyond. <laughs> you are enough. That is the message at Lady Journey. You're enough. You're enough. Well, that is the thing. Like, I don't, I, I wasn't ever taught this as a kid, and I wish I did. And I only discovered this going through life. If you just show up and you're pleasant, you 
will rise to the ranks of CEO. Yes, it's true. You just will take over the just, Chechnyan mafia. Yeah. Don't be a wild <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Nobody likes the intense person that's upset because you didn't eat their like home-baked goods. And that's me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted and I've made a salad. Well, and no one's eating it. <laughs> like, On the verge of a breakdown when I could have just laid in bed. I know. Well, that's the thing is like, I, I'm also in this mindset, too, of like, I've stopped helping people. Yes. Because, and I feel like there's family members in my life that um, they go they go so out of their way to help people, and, and these people have not asked them to help, mm-hmm. and then they get so upset that nothing is returned to them. Yes. That I was like, you have made yourself miserable for people that didn't even ask for your help. And yes. it, what you did is really, really nice, mm-hmm. but like... You're being a bitch. You're overgiving. <laughs> yeah. You're overgiving. At what cost? At what cost? And then you're acting like people owe you something. Yeah. And people don't like to owe you stuff. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. I, so I'm reading this new help book. It's called You Are the Mountain. And of course, I'm now projecting all of my life onto this. Yes. And this book is now the story of my life, which is what happens every time. I'm like, the key. <laughs> I, I have found fun. it. I did it. Um, but it's, it is such an interesting book. And it's about confirming confronting patterns of self-sabotaging behavior and one of the patterns I realized that I have is like it's called uprooting so it's like if you notice that you're like you only live like a few years in one town and then you're like I gotta get out of here and then you move to another town but it's like I will do it with projects where I was like for a month I really struggled because I wanted to throw away a thousand dollars to take a 12 week um, it was like a feature film writing course. Yeah. Nobody watches movies. Movies are dead. It's just TikTok. Now we're in a strike. We're in a strike. AI I, I, will yeah. take us over. But I was like, my baby, it needs to come out. <laughs> but it's like, meanwhile, I was already working, uh, you know, doing a bunch of other stuff, but I just don't want to do the stuff I want to do. I want to throw myself into something else and, yeah. and then I will quit that once that gets hard and then I'll throw myself into a different thing. And it was like, okay, this is a pattern of self-sabotage because when things get hard you're like now you're running from difficult emotions by running into something different yeah and then you feel bad you start negative talking you're like you always do this yeah yeah, you're you're like like, you're a stupid dirty bitch (laughs) (laughs) that's what my negative talk is like and (laughs) sometimes I always make I wanted to make a joke where you're like is that negative talk or is that just coaching? <laughs> yeah. Because male coaches do that all the time to yeah. their players. Yes, they're like, give me one more. Like, yeah, I mean, you go to football practice and they're dropping, you know, F. And they're touching A-G-G-O-T. each other's. Yeah, they're touching each other's bottom. And it's, yeah, questionable methods, I have to say. Rebranding it. Well, I love the thing that you're supposed to do. You're supposed to, like, the therapist will tell you to give the negative voice in your head a name, which I think is so funny. Kathy. That's Hubert, you know? Yeah, or like Kathy. Yeah, that's just Kathy telling me I'm a fat pig. But, yeah, the self talk is a big part of it. But I was thinking like if I can if I can do bare minimum just focus on the tasks at hand and do bare minimum maybe I can help myself get through this pattern of uprooting well especially um with bare minimum it's like 
you're thinking, I have to reach this deadline and it has to be perfect for this. But here's what I found out with deadlines. Yeah. They're arbitrary. It's so true. And you turn it in and you've bent over backwards and you've ruined every relationship in your life because you're like, this needs to be done at midnight. Sorry, I couldn't go to your wedding. Yeah. I had a packet. (laughs) And uh, you realize... They do the deadline, then after the deadline, they're like, oh, we just need you to fix these. And you're like, why did... So Yeah, did, a month later, they get back to you. They're like, we're going in a different direction. We need it like this. And you're like, oh, so I bent over backwards for nothing. For nothing, so yeah. So that's why I was like, just get the bare bones down and do it. Bare minimum. Yeah. The bare minimum is, it is, you know, we've gone on so many lady journeys, so many, and so many of them have been exploratory finding something new the bare minimum is the way of life this is this is it for me and I can stick to a bare minimum stick to it I already notice it's hard for me though because I already I have the urge to like have a lot of coffee in the morning and run around and I'm like for some reason I'm never stressed out when I'm you know just running errands and running around doing nothing you know I'm like I have to go to the thrift store and look for fun pants yeah I need to do it right now it's like no you don't yeah, the idea of like every day needs to be seized. You're like, who, what, what a psycho. Oh, absolutely. To seize the day. Also, when people are like live life to the fullest, I'm like, do you not have a job? Yeah, this is. Do you not have relationships in your no. life? Like, I can't live life to the fullest. I have to grocery shop this yeah, week. It's propaganda. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's propaganda to get you to buy more stuff. Like, I need to go on a vacation. Yeah. Exactly. Where you're like, I don't understand all these people that can afford to seize the day every day. Yeah, I'm going to learn rock climbing. Sometimes no, you're not. A, a nap is great. I oh. I will have to say with the pregnancy, is learning, it's, I'm learning to like let go because I have to take naps during the day that yeah. I was like, if I just get two, one to two things a day, then I'm like, I've won. That's great. One to two things a day. How are people doing more than that? No. And then when you think about your nine to five, um, Back in the day, you're like, I think I only did about, I would call it the last hour of the day was my sprint because I kind of <laughs> fucked around all day. Yes. And then I was like, I have one hour to hit all my deadlines. And you did it. Yeah. When I used to work at a desk job, I would just spend the entire time planning my wedding. <laughs> I mean, I spent two years planning a full wedding. That is so true. I was at my desk jobs. I would just be on Pinterest the whole time. Yeah. And then the last hour, just occasionally answering phones. And then like the last hour, I would just do my thing. That's the thing. Joe and I talk about this on vacation. You're like, oh my God, everything's like slipping through the cracks. And yes, I need to yes. do all this. And then you're like, all you need is one hour on your computer, answer those fucking emails and move on. It's the vacation panic. The vacation panic is so real. Yeah. And that's why I have to say getting the Panda Planner did change my life. Hopefully they sponsor us. But because when I list out everything I need to do, I'm like, oh, it's four things. It's four things. <laughs> it's the- but meanwhile, I'm like, oh my! I'm having these like endless thought loops in my mind that are like, I have to eat granola bars. I have to. I have to have a protein smoothie. I I need to do my social media. It's I like, know. You, you did it. You just do one from each of your to do lists and move. Go on to the next day. Per day. Yeah. How hard is it? Um, no, I'm simplifying. That's I, my new my new journey. Well, it's better to. I just feel like I think we put too much emphasis on like perfectionism doing the most in one day it's like I don't know I kind of been liking just kind of spreading my work week even seven days 
Mm, which is annoying because sometimes yeah. you're like, I, I took all of Labor Day off, but I still managed to do one hour of work before bed just so I yeah. could have like the next day peace of mind of like starting the ball rolling on stuff. I, I love this. I love yeah. it. I want to do this. Like a one hour work day, just every just one hour. Well, particularly on like trips, because you do feel like you're like, and I know people are like, oh, but your vacation's all for not doing any of that. And I'm like, yeah, but I, the whole, I can't enjoy myself knowing that I've the left. panic in the back of your mind. Yeah, yeah. where you're, you're like, if I, there's always downtime in the vacation. Why can't I just leisurely write out some emails or respond to some texts? Yeah, I fall off. I fall off a lot when I start to do like creative work because I think that, you know, I'll do like creative work that's for like an hour and it'll be successful. But I'm just I'm so jazzed by my own genius <laughs> that then I try to pull it out into like a seven hour. You know, I take something that's great and I extend it to the point that I'm like crying on the floor. Yes. Because I can't think of how to write. Well, it's also the example, too, is like how often have you spent ages writing your sketch filming it editing it casting it making it look exactly how you want it and then you go on tiktok or instagram and throw out a loose idea about like coming or farts yeah and people and it gets like a hundred thousand more views and you're like why am I bending over backwards with sketch? Yeah, just be farting. Just talk about <laughs> farting. That is the secret. Just show your tits. Yeah. Now that's the bare minimum. Oh, literally, <laughs> <laughs> the bare maximum. Um, now you're doing. You're into podcast walks. Yes. Okay. So I. Th- this has been a turn of events for myself. I've never been, even though we have a podcast. Yes. I. We are podcasters ourselves. Yes, we are. We're podcasters and we're women (laughs) you can do both I um was I so I like to exercise and um I was bummed out that I can't do running right right and I think I can I'm sure if I was Michelle Wolf I could be running right it's (laughs) it feels like I have to go pee the whole time yeah I feel vulnerable with a bit like a belly sloshing around and I know yeah. it's not harmful. Um, but so I've decided I take a, th- I go the same um, route as my run. So I do a three mile walk to mm-hmm. the park and I've been doing this every day. And I was like, you know what? I've just been listening to the same playlist of music and I was getting tired. I was like, why don't I take this time to actually listen to a podcast or learn stuff? Yes, I love that. Learn a new point of view. Yes. And I have to tell you, it's been so helpful and Mm -hmm. it's been keeping me sane. And I feel like from what I'm reading, walking is an amazing exercise. It's so and great. And you can see better results with walking and light weight lifting than you can with running. Yeah. And I feel like everything's been maintaining nicely because um, I'll do like band resistance and then um, stretching afterwards. And then I have some small weights that I do. And I feel like everything's fine. Um but then, so, and it's been helping. I've heard that walking's really great for your mind, oh, for your, your brain vi- visual health. tracking, the visual yes. tracking, yeah. Um, and it's been nice now, instead of music, um, just to listen to podcasts. So the two podcasts that I listened to, one was The Retrievals through Terrifying. Serial and um, yeah. 
New York Times. They paired yes. up. And they did a really great job. It's just a short mm-hmm. se- series. It's about it's, seven episodes. Yeah, so it took manageable. me a full week. Yeah. And it, my walk was about one hour. So each episode is about 37 minutes to an hour. And this one was fascinating, especially if anyone's on the IVF journey. And it's just talking about, like, you really see the kinks in the medical industry. Yeah, eye-opening. Well, you just, even here in New York, you feel like we should be, like, the best facilities. Yeah. I'm going in an ultrasound in the doctor's office, and they have paper towels jammed into the AC unit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to feel ghetto when you're getting a procedure. (laughs) That's the time that you want it most to not be, like, a janitor's closet. Exactly, but it's Yale. And Mm -hmm. I've been, there's, like, tons of, you're just realizing, like, our medical system is fucked, and that was one area that you could see why this happened, but it was also, like, it was a nurse who was addicted to fentanyl. She was stealing fentanyl from the patients. Yes. In the like, so she would replace fentanyl with saline. Yes. Or maybe and also was, water. Yeah. And so these ladies were thinking they were on fentanyl, but the whole time they were on nothing, getting egg retrievals. And I'm surgery I, with no anesthesia. I, I mean, don't know invasive. what the pain is, but the only thing I can think of is maybe it's a longer time period of when you got, you know, when you get your IUD in. Oh yeah, you yeah. have that extreme pain for about Ooh. maybe ten seconds, mm-hmm. but it's so bad. Oh, I bet, I bet it's. I, I mean, felt like that's what these ladies were dealing with, but yeah. on a longer time frame. Yeah, it's a, the, the way they lay out that podcast. It's great storytelling. It is really great storytelling, and pro- way better than what I'm doing. But I'm just summing up. But like, I found her. Um, I try not to give away too much, but I found the sentencing to be fascinating oh yes the sentencing yeah no spoilers but everyone everyone should check out i mean this is one of the great new podcasts so you got to check it out if you haven't already so i guess it was so this yeah people were women were getting egg retrievals and thinking that they were on full pain medicine but they were doing it raw dogging yeah and the one girl went back like eight times (laughs) it was just like i guess it just hurts really bad i'm like what And then, so that one, I highly recommend that one. And I knew that was going to be a good one. Um, and then the second one, I rem- remember oh. you're telling me about this. Yes, this oh, this one was and such a treat. I love female grifters, but this is one of the biggest cancer frauds. Scamanda. Scamanda. And when you listen to this lady's <sighs> tale, it makes you want to fucking punch her in the face. Oh, it is And she will not... Riveting. She won't ever admit. Liars never admit. Oh, that one was so great. I love like like podcast walk when you're just walking away and there's jo- a drama going on and you're in another yeah. world. I kept, like wh- while it's I'm the best. Walking, mm-hmm. w- listening to this drama, you're like this the whole time audibly. Oh, yeah. Fuck her. And I also, there is reenactments from actors reading her blog posts. Which are great, by the way. I'm like, I, this girl needs a freaking (laughs) Emmy. She's like, my bonus daughter. Oh my God. Oh, she would call, oh, this lady was atrocious, but like, it was fun to pretend that you were the the lady scamming while reading the blog post like yes. <laughs> another crazy day at chemo today like yeah. the way she would talk would make you just like jam pencils in your face yeah it was so millennial cringe yes like millennial inventing <laughs> turns of phrase all the feels at the cancer ward <laughs> 
she would be like, this time they let me bring Nerf guns, which was so crazy because they did yeah. fact checking on this. They're like, nobody brought Nerf guns because, yeah. oh, that was a wild thing with Scamanda too. Is like because of HIPAA, mm-hmm. it was really hard to investigate this oh, case. Yeah. It took seven years. And, and meanwhile, she's just scamming her church, scamming her family. I love it. I love that one. Anything that's like Munchausen by proxy, Munchausen syndrome. I've seen, um, bl- uh, Blind sympathy is another one. That's is that, a really okay? Because I need recommendations because I've started a few, and you're like, "This is hokey. It's too much fat on this." There's so many bad. Po- I mean, you can find a podcast now that's like a woman. I, I so I got in really into betrayal, betrayal season two, which is okay. fantastic, and that's about a woman who it's a series of women who they think something strange is going on with their husband, then they look start looking into his property, and they find out tons of. Horrific videos, etc., which I don't even want to mention on here because I don't want anyone to get triggered because this is a safe space. But check it out if you're into a very dark story. Okay. Um, well, because we were talking about that with like, I love true crime. I'm still on it, but like occasionally you can be like, ugh. It, am I, it's crazy. I am getting my entertainment source, and yes. there's family victims of the. F- family members of victims that are like have to hear about this all the time and we're like and we're hearing about MeUndies yeah advertising well horrific crimes are happening to people's daughters yeah 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 I've turned I've actually kind of turned a corner away from the woman who was killed on her way home like I I kind of unless there's like a really interesting investigative story um I I like the I like ones with a good investigative story um but I also now I'm like I'm really into Munchausen by proxy. I'm into more things of like disco- like something was wrong, dis- which that podcast went terribly downhill. But discovering like something is wrong with the family. But then it also gives a greater awareness to issues. Yes. So it's like okay, there's a way to do this ethically. Yes, I am listening to it to power myself through my walk on the way home. <laughs> but it's better than Fox News, okay? Yes. Okay. But it's like the you know I think it's the same reason that tr- we like. Tr- crime for the same reason that we like suspenseful thrilling tv right it's like i like like it where you're like that's fucking crazy yeah who thinks this way yes it's fascinating i'm trying to justify it i'm like i'm an anthropologist (laughs) (laughs) that's why i listen to the stabbings (laughs) Yeah, but at least with like fraud you're like okay so a lot of these victims they just lost a few hundred dollars and most of them were not like it wasn't the crime like that they were like They're like, you know, I can deal with losing the money. It's just like it was just wild that this person was in my life and I was manipulated this way. Yes. Yes. The way people trick you in a way that's just so immersive and you believe them so much. Like there's something really fascinating about that. Well, particularly with the Scamander one where you're like, I'm so the amount of detail this woman put into her blog about the day-to-day life of having cancer. Yeah. You're like, just get a job. Yes. Be a social media manager. Work in corporate America. (laughs) Yeah. Like the amount of work and effort that you, and then they only kind of get away with over like, I think she got over a few hundred thousand dollars over a period of Seven years. Yeah, which you wouldn't have even gotten that much if you had had a regular job. I've. That's the thing with a lot of these crimes where I'm like, 
Okay, just save your money. There's something I, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Just open a 401k right at any a job. Well, there's something they say about like people that have like a criminal, there's a criminality element in there where it's like, yes, they know they could make money in a legitimate way, but there's something about them that like they want to be dishonest. And that's the it thing I think that's that so way. fascinating where it's like, where did it come from? Why is it there? I don't have it. I mean, I'm afraid if I, you know, one time I accidentally stole something from 7-Eleven because I didn't check it out. I was holding it in my hand and yeah. I was like, should I call 911? <laughs> should I call 911 before they get me? Absolutely. Like the amount, like she must have been like, oh my God, I'm into this way too deep. Like, yeah, I remember this is kind of funny that crime is tragic, but the Casey Anthony Anthony one yep. she had told them that she was working at Disney World and this is when, when she goes in <laughs> like, they follow her in <laughs> and she's just walking around and then she tries to pretend that she works there for another guy she literally is like just pretend that I work here he's like no what are, who are you like the mindset like I would be like Okay. Yeah, yeah. You want to see my job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just be like, I killed my baby. Okay, I I did it. Casey Anthony documentary, the new one that they had come out. I think it's on Hulu now. That's a good doc. Very interesting. I think she's guilty. Oh, absolutely. She's one hundred percent guilty. The the lie that she makes. I mean, that documentary it just blows the lid off of any type of non guilty. You know, like, yeah. Any any sentence or anything like that, it, it's it makes it very obvious what happened. It's like they know where she was. They she know googled. she googled, but they didn't. They, that was the, I just read this too. Like she, they didn't. They went on Safari, but they didn't bother to look on Firefox, like the other web the, browser. Yeah, History. the normal one. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, like um. So now I'm like I want. To listen to more podcasts, I like the because they say like for happiness, like try to learn a new skill or like um, broaden your horizons. Like I just feel like it had I've been pretty content in the last month or so because of the walks in the podcast. I love it. And I love going for one. It's like so light outside right now, like evening while it's still light, just walking. I'm going to do, you know what I'm going to do? I do a lot of thinking too. You write. Yeah. I even listen to like comedy albums sometimes. You know, if somebody's got like a new special, I just pop it on and like walk around. But I'm going to do for Lady Journey, I will put it on our blog. We have our bonus blog. If anybody ever wants to check it out, I'm going to put all the huge list of podcasts that I've been listening to lately and then we can all share it yes because I I'm open for new stuff I'm like I I want to hear I just love human interest stories particularly ones that you're like what a wild twist what a wild twist didn't see it coming yeah the gas give me gaslighting oh my gosh years of fraud um particularly female grifters I'm just like the only thing what, I, I I just want to know I want to know Scamanda Amanda Riley's backstory. What is yeah? How was she raised? Everything about her because it felt like her parents must have known. It's like is it nature Casey or Johnson's nurture? Family, yeah, that felt like they knew that she did the deed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I the only podcast I don't like 
is one where the documentarian inserts themselves into the action of the show as though we care about you in any way. Yes. You're like profiling a murder and it's like, and then they're like, it reminded me of the time I was seven and I fell down. It's like, you're a narcissist. Yeah. You stay should out be of in a different field like comedy where we have the decency to admit that we want attention and we're not camouflaging it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Particularly if they're like, talking to a victim and they're like yeah that reminds me I had that moment when I was in high school and you're like what <laughs> yeah just bringing it back to them I remember that guy the sword and scale guy he does a podcast early on he has an episode where he is like that's right I was in a band it's like no one cares so there I was wait all you want the narrator to do is tell me who we're about to interview. Yes. Give me the backstory and then let that person's interview fill in the details. Disappear into the background. We do not care about your play. Yes. Okay. But I do want to say, I want to write, this is where we, I negate bare minimum. <laughs> I it's wanna a struggle. Ri- I want to write a comedic true crime. And I meant to do it with my friend Ashley mm-hmm. and we, we're talks in our with our management, but it just got so convoluted in the plot point. And yeah. when you watch these docs, you're like, it's so simple. Yes. It's so simple. You just set it. up the story and it's almost like an improv scene. The narrator set up the story and then you have the interviewer that gives you the details. I think I love the idea. It's like a Christopher Guest. Yes. You know, you just got a bunch of characters and the plot is very simple. Yes. So that's my, I just like, I've been really enjoying that medium lately. So oh. give me your podcast. I will be into um, any backs. I love news stories. When they came out, everyone's like, that's fucked up. And then the New York Times or somebody documents it and being like, actually, you guys don't know the full story. Yes. Like the litigation one Twist. with the lady that um, burned herself at the McDonald's. We were like, what a greedy bitch suing yeah. McDonald's. And then you find out she was like 93 years old, had skin like paper, and that coffee was something like 150 degrees. Yeah, on her side. I was on, on her side. I, I was like, yeah, she had like... Um, most the her, most horrific burns, but because the media played her out to be because McDonald's had like huge lawyers to make these people look bad. Yeah, they were basically Johnny Depping her. <laughs> yes, I love a documentary that years later is like actually we were in the wrong the real story yeah the real story well I'm gonna make my podcast list so check out our we will link it below the link is there check out our blog for my top 100,000 podcasts (laughs) thank you for listening please like and subscribe leave us a review lady journey